0: Welcome to another awesome episode of Inside the Vault with Ash Cash, the greatest money mindset show on the planet. Listen, cleaning up nice takes a whole new meaning with the Hartzogs. Not only were they able to create a seven-figure cleaning business without picking up a mop or a broom, but they were able to clear six figures worth of debt while they did it. A husband and wife, team, team, new parents, and successful entrepreneurs. Today, we get a chance to talk about how they manage it all. We have Janoka and Anthony Hartzog in the building. Yeah, So, up, so How y'all doing? Good, I love the energy. Love the energy. <laughs> I appreciate y'all, because look, y'all, y'all native New Yorkers. You already so, know. So I got yeah. to bring that out, bring I'm it. from Brooklyn, New York. <laughs> um, for those who, who don't know, um, you know, in your words, who are the Hartzogs?
1: Okay, so the Hard Dogs are two kids from Brooklyn, New York in the projects, now living in Dallas, um, Dallas, Texas, and we are now millionaires because of entrepreneurship, side hustling, getting out of debt, and we also have a baby girl at seven months.
0: Nice. That's, that's who we are. Nice, <laughs> nice, nice. I, lo- I love that. So, so, so before we get into how you became millionaires, I love this, though, right? Because I'm from the projects, too. Um, you know, generated millions of dollars as well. Um, and... Uh, it's a beautiful thing to be able to be at a space where um, they was telling us we, we wouldn't amount to anything, we'd be dead or in jail, um, you know, like government jobs. No disrespect to anybody who has a government job, but that was the trajectory for somebody coming out of the projects, and to really to be able to say Yo, I'm a millionaire is like is inspiration. So that's so I so, so I love First and foremost, I love that. So I want to I want to dig into that a little bit, but. um... Y'all have a beautiful story. Um, how did y'all
2: meet, and, and how did y'all get together? Like, y'all grew up in the same building yeah. out here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we met, um, like she said, she was on the sixth floor, and I was on the fourth floor. And we were we were just young. We were, what, 12 and 13 years old. And literally li- leaving the project building, I used to see her going out because she traveled a lot with her family. Mm-hmm. Me, my family never traveled. So every summer, I was on the project bench just chilling, yeah. playing <laughs> basketball or whatever. And she was, like, going to Panama a lot with her family. And one summer before she left, I told one of my boys, like, yo, just go get her number right quick. (laughs) Literally, he ran up to her. He's like, yo, my boy like you. the history. That's, how, that's yeah. how we first, like, we knew each other, but that's how we first became boyfriend and girlfriend. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. 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 Mm-hmm. And, then, and then y'all wind up uh, being in that relationship since then, or, like, how, like, how
0: did
1: that happen? Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> but he's older than me, so he went away to college, and so we separated then, and then we got back together once I graduated from college. So that's how that, that story went. What was that first call like, on? though, like?
0: Oh, came yeah, I came college he was like yo what's up you back let's, 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 let's get no, it no cause I
1: didn't want to be with him I was like I was not going to be with him so that, was not, the, that was not the conversation <laughs> um, I don't even remember how it happened but yeah. I think like um, one of my friends ended up going to the school that he went to upstate in Albany and uh, we decided to visit up there and then we decided to stay with him and his friends and that's how we started talking back back again uh, so yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, that old <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it went like that but I'll let you have it I'll let you have it <laughs> I'll take it. <laughs> yeah, and then so
0: so you know, um, six figures worth of debt. Yeah, I want to start there because I because because yeah. you know I I love to paint the picture because a lot of the people who watch the show are insiders, um, are high earners. Um, they have a you know they make a lot of money but trying to figure out how to create that financial freedom for themselves. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm sure a lot of them have um, you know student loans yeah. and things of that nature. Mm-hmm. But six
2: figures worth of debt, how did that happen? So we had one hundred and fourteen thousand dollars of debt, mm-hmm. and we got married. And the goal was like, listen, she, it was New Year's, New Year's, right? Yep, it was New Year's, and she's like, I want to travel more, and I was like, I want to save more, and I was like, we can't do both. We can't yeah. travel more, we can't save more. And I was listening to a lot of um, financial literacy podcasts around that time, and I was like, yo, there are people that make less than us paying off more debt than us. Mm-hmm. I was like, this is possible for us, and she was like, nah. She was like, nah. Uh-uh.
1: because <laughs> I'm like, what's the rush? What like? At that time I've never heard of anybody paying off debt to be honest. Obviously it's something that people do but I'm like why would we do? Why are we doing it? Why are we the guinea pigs? Like mm-hmm. we're paying our bills on time. We're doing everything so why do we need to pay off that? He's like I think we can do it. It's Something. I think we can go for it. I'm like all right, fine. So finally like agree to it. Have him had him sign a contract and everything to make sure that we we're on the same page about it. Well, I will I will I, will I. <laughs> uh,
0: Like you made him sign a contract. Yeah, I did. Like a, like like a, about your your finances? Yeah, about how
1: we would go about it. Because like he said, he was listening to the podcast and this I is, wasn't This is after you got married? Yeah, this after we got, got married, married. yeah. So, it's okay. not a prenup or nothing. <laughs> <laughs> this is after we got married. Yeah. Um he was in the space and I just know how he is. When he put his eye on something, he's gonna hit the ground running. Yeah. It don't matter who's in his way. And I'm very like, okay, but we live in Dallas, we have family in New York. If I need to go back, I'm going back. Yeah, so, so that was in the contract. Those type of things were in the contract. I'm wow. obsessed with Beyonce. I'm like, if she has a concert, we're going. Right. So You're little right, things right, right, were right. in. There, that just kind of meant like we will still continue to have conversations about it. It won't be like you're just telling me what we're doing. So, that type of stuff is what I put in the contract to make sure that we remained on the same page throughout the process.
0: Let's stay there for a second, though. (laughs) I love that because uh, I I believe that black family equals black wealth, right? Mm -hmm. And the number one reason for divorce is usually finances. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, And so, somehow, you guys had the foresight to say, all right, Um, we're going to get into this, this this marriage, but we're going to get into this financial journey, but we're going to make sure that within this financial journey, um, we set some rules as parameters okay. um, ahead of time so that way nothing spirals out of control. Yeah. Um, first of all, that, that, like like, I need this make copies of that contract, <laughs> right? And start saying, yeah, that. like, yeah. that's a product. Right? <laughs> that could be. That's going to save a lot of marriages. I'm, my, my wife is just here. I'm glad she's not here, because she'd have heard that. She done, you know, yeah. we thought we 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 like, yeah, don't let her watch it. <laughs> um... But talk about that, like, the thought process behind yep. that. Like, talk, talk about that.
1: I don't know what made me say that, but I think mainly because I know my husband and I yeah. just know how he is. And for him, it would be like, we ain't doing nothing. We just paying off this debt, nothing else. Yeah. And for me, I was like, well, I still want to live a life and enjoy while we're paying off this debt because we don't need to be... It's not like we drowning that like some IRS is knocking at our door anything that we need to be rushing this or do anything so I'm like this would help us to have those boundaries and to keep him on track of things we spoke okay we spoke about this remember you signed that contract that we have on the fridge yeah, yeah. <laughs> so let's make sure that we're honoring it and wow. so it worked out for us and like I said we had it somewhere that we can reflect back but we didn't really have to look back much yeah. I think that um, he was open to the things that we were discussing as we went along the journey yeah, and it was't nothing crazy on- I yeah, mean yeah. Yeah. the beyonce
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. Thinking- <laughs> yeah, yeah. It-, it was crazy yeah. so it was easy to say all right let's do this as long as you on the same page with me and we yeah. were gonna go and take this journey seriously yeah it wasn't it wasn't a problem and, yeah. and
0: so so talk about your, your your journey into entrepreneurship where like after college did you know did y'all have corporate jobs did y'all jump right into entrepreneurship how was that so i still
1: have a nine to five you still have a nine to five i still five. have nine to five as yeah.
0: a as a as a millionaire, yeah. running a seven-figure business, you yeah. right now, as we speak, yeah. at the time of this you have a nine-to-five. 2022, yeah. Wow.
1: I still have a nine-to-five, okay. so I'm still part of that. Um, I think, I would say our entrepreneurship journey really started when we started paying off debt and yeah. side hustling, because what we did where most people cut back their expenses. We did a little bit of that, but we raised our income. Yeah. So we started taking on multiple jobs. We had like three, four jobs on top of the nine-to-fives that we had. At one point, I had like two nine-to-fives and these side hustles and stuff and starting the cleaning business. So uh, that was the start of entrepreneurship for us, 2017. Wow. Yeah.
0: I love that way. Hold <laughs> on, so yeah. that, just, that, just, yeah. that just took another whole life though, right? Like, do you have a nine to five as well?
2: No, I left my nine yeah. to five a couple months ago. Okay. December, not December. even a year yet. Yeah. Wow, so,
0: so you mean to tell me that as someone, a couple running a seven figure business,
1: mm-hmm. Y'all still, why do you still have your 9 to 5? Why did you just leave? Um, he would have left early if I would have allowed him to, but yeah, I was yeah. like, no. Yeah. Uh, I think it's the thing of identity. So I'm a mental health therapist, and I'm licensed in Texas and New York, and I had to get my master's for this. And I'm like, I worked too hard. I had too much student loans to give this up. How much, However, How much
2: was that? 70000
1: yeah, my private, my private. $70,000 70, for my master's. It was that high. Half of our debt was our student loans. <laughs> yes. Ah. More than <laughs> half. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Um, but I think that part of it, like letting go of that identity part is what's holding me back now. Do I understand that our businesses can go further if I wasn't there? Absolutely. I know that for a fact. Yeah. But that's where I'm at now. I'm not saying I'm never going to leave it. Yeah. It must be clear. Uh, I just haven't left it yet.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I love that because I think that um, you know, I mean, if y'all watch episode 44, which is uh, Storm Leroy, um, how to become a millionaire while working a nine to five, like that was his story as well. He yeah. mm-hmm. was working for Verizon, became a millionaire. Um, and it gives you like a different level of freedom. Um, right. so I, and so I love that, you know, because, um, too, too, too many times within entrepreneurship, people make it seem as if you have to, like, you cannot be successful as an entrepreneur okay. if you have a job. When your job is your first business partner, mm-hmm. it's your first investor,
2: uh, and you guys have shown that. Um, and so how did you get into cleaning? <laughs> so, right? listen to a podcast as always, and I was talking to this kid on Facebook, and his story came across my timeline about him cleaning houses to pay off his student loans. And I hit him up, and we were just talking for a little bit, and I said, this is something we could do without the cleaning part and he was finding people to do the jobs and I was like, we could do this. Yeah. And I bought the idea to Janoka and she was like, nah, we're not, we're not gonna do this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're not gonna start cleaning I houses. I shut down all the ideas. <laughs> I was like, we're not gonna start cleaning <laughs> houses. Yeah. And once I came back again with more structure, I was like, we could build a business where we outsource the work. Yeah. And we hire contracts to do the labor and we just take a percentage of that business. And you learned that from the projects. The middle man. The middle man makes all the, poppy, the money. you know what <laughs> <it>, I'm saying? Exactly. makes all the money. Yeah. You know, I bought these ideas to her and she, once I, once I structured in a way that she
1: understood it, she's yeah. like, all right, we're not gonna clean houses. Yeah.
2: We might be able to do this. And yeah. that's kind of how
1: we started. And that's how we started. So we we're five years into the business already now.
0: Wow. And so take me through, and right? And like, you know, because, because because that's what I'm realizing. I'm realizing that um, middlemaning is really the best way to build a multi, you can build a billion dollar business by middlemaning, right? Yeah. So you, you think about, um, Airbnb, mm-hmm. owned, Uber. right? Uber, um, all of these billion, dollar, multi-billion dollar companies who Airbnb owns no properties whatsoever. Right. Mm-hmm. right, they provide the software and people use it and become, you know, a billion-dollar company. Uber owns no cars
1: whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Um, so you're like the Uber Airbnb of the cleaning business. That's exactly how we exactly. explain it to oh. people. Yeah, when huh. people are like, well, how I'm like, exactly how they do it is how we do it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So so, so walk, walk me through that, right? Walk
0: me through sort of like, you know, the, the, the business structure or how... Uh, you do what you do and how you were able to, to scale this to a seven-figure
1: business. So we essentially, we look for contractors so people to do do the work when we look for people that actually clean already. So they already have their own business they maybe they have um, their own clients but they want more work. And so people always say, why would they work with you versus themselves? They may be getting five jobs, we can provide 50 jobs, right? So they want more work. Same thing like a taxi driver or Uber. He can drive by himself but how's anybody going to find him? Right. Uber, everybody will find him that way. Um, so they want more work and we we, our clients book us online. We have everything online so they can pay us online. They see how much it costs and everything like that. So once our clients book us online, we find the contractor that wants to do the job and we send them out to the job to do the cleaning. Wow. That's essentially how we run the business and they get a higher percentage because they do more, they do the actual work but yeah. if you think about it, they may be doing two cleanings a day. We can have 11 cleanings going a day. Right. So in the end, we're getting more, right? But they do get it, we do give them a higher percentage. And is so, this
0: residential, commercial, all of it or? We so just do residential? we work?
1: primarily focus on residential oh. but our students have taken a course and went on to do um, commercial and stuff like that but we just through residential.
0: Wow, wow. Mm-hmm. I love that because it, it's almost, I mean, it's like a win-win for everybody, right? So not only are you providing the service to the people who are looking for it, um, you're you're getting the people who are already cleaning mm-hmm. more business, so you're actually helping their their families, their economy, mm-hmm. um, you know, you're building a business, but then now you also um, teach people how to, to run this as well. Yes. Um, and, and I think that's why... Um, I like this model already. When I like like I like I you sold me.
1: <laughs> right?
0: Like once you told me you should have your job, you sold me, right? Because to, to, to understand that somebody's working a nine to five, they don't have to leave their nine to five, they can literally start this business that you that you already you figured it out. You did right. it for five years, you figured it out, you say, hey, this is how you do it, you got all the kinks out, and almost like you're giving them a business in a, in, in a box why would you teach others and why wouldn't you just keep all the, all the money for yourself <laughs> that's,
2: a, that's a great Somebody question. Asked that so we, we used to be on IG live or YouTube live and we realized people started asking questions because we wasn't sharing much information because we figured that nobody wants to know this industry because yeah. it's a cleaning industry it doesn't yeah. sound sexy it's not like the Ubers or the Lyfts or the Airbnbs or, or touros things like that but once you started talking about it, people started asking us questions like they wanted to know more about it and we said if there's enough interest in this, we'll start just giving the information away. Yeah. So we were just on Instagram, just giving the whole game away, all the sauce, and we realized that people weren't taking action. So when we started documenting the process a little bit more detail, and started selling the information, people started getting their businesses up and running within four to six weeks. Wow. And we said, all right, now we got something here. People are taking this information seriously, and now we can start, you know, promoting the information a lot more further.
0: Yeah. Wow, and so talk, talk a little, little bit about like, the success stories you guys have yeah. had with some of your students who have, you know, started their own cleaning business?
1: I mean, it's through the roof. We've had, like today, we got somebody that said within three months they already had 10000 in sales. Wow. Um, we have a student that did four hundred k in one year, better than we are. A lot of our students are doing better than us. Wow. Uh, we have another student that opened three locations, obviously still live, living in one location. Um, so we have constant testimonials of students just telling us their growth. And just getting back to your question before, it's all about impact as well, right? There's enough room for all of us. Yeah. Like, Mm-hmm. There's enough room. Even if we sell it and 2,000 people buy, 2,000 people ain't open and cleaning clean the business. Right, grew, right. Right? right. Yeah. I mean, so there is enough room that people can grow and have the same success that we've had to become millionaires, to leave your nine-to-five, to have your job if you want to and not have to be there. Yeah. So that's the reason that we continue to kind of give the information and sell our course. Wow.
0: <laughs> what what, what, did, what does becoming a millionaire, like, what has that done for you? Mentally, like how does that feel?
2: To mm-hmm. be able to like,
1: <laughs> Man, you know, I don't think that, that we that. process it a lot yeah. though. Yeah. Um, like every once in a while, we write a caption like, "Damn, we really are millionaires." Yeah. Like, yeah. It sounds crazy. It feels. It sounds crazy, but I don't know if we do anything different. Our lifestyle hasn't changed. Yeah. Right, like, honestly.
2: Yeah, I mean, we're we talk about our story all the time. We're from the project, and we go back. Mm-hmm. We were literally staying in the same project building we grew up in less than a week ago. Wow. Yeah. We go back. Our family still there, so yeah. We go back pretty mm-hmm. mm-hmm. often. Yeah. But mm-hmm. it allowed us to impact more people. Like yeah. we have, we have a lot more income. So. So we're allowed to get back to our family and friends a lot more yeah. I'm givingly without a problem. So mm-hmm. I would say that's the biggest impact, biggest change for us. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and and so let's go back though. Like, has any of your family members treated you different? No, that now that they know you're a millionaire, or mm-hmm. it's still it's been No, a... absolutely not. No. We hear yeah. you know stories
2: all the time, like you make no. it a No. Right. Because we share so much, like everything that we know today, yeah. they already knew. We we tell the story so much and we share every single thing we were going through. Yeah. Whether it's good, bad, and different, we share with them. So they know the journey coming up. So if we made in the cleaning business, they already had that blueprint when we first started. Right. Some of them may have taken it, some of them like, you know what, I don't want to do that, but they had the information that we have. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so no one yeah. treated us any differently. No, I love it. And then
0: like like as a like as a dualpreneur, I guess, right? <laughs> like as yeah. a you know, nine to fiver and running a business. Um you know, somebody watching right now wants to start that side hustle, wants to, you know, create their own thing, but doesn't know like what, like where to start. What's the What's the first, you know, first place that they would
1: start? Um, with side hustling, we say sometimes if you're at a nine to five, maybe look at your job, but like, can you do OT there? Like my job, I can't, yeah. but some jobs you can, and you can start to make money there. It doesn't have to be, completely something that takes you out your home, right? Mm -hmm. So something automatically there. And then he always says something that people always ask you about. There is something that Everybody in this room where everybody, somebody always asks you about family, friends, like, how do you do this? How do you do that? Yeah. Right. You probably can start doing like I've had a friend that I, she likes to shop. So she's always putting outfits together and stuff. And I'm like, OK, we're going away. I need you to. Can you get an outfit together for us? And that would be like a business for you. Right. So is there something that people ask you about that you can start to profit on? Because mm-hmm. I know a lot of times we're scared to put a tag to it, yeah. but people will pay. Yeah. People will pay. And we
2: had a friend who has amazing handwriting and she started calligraphy. Yeah. She started writing calligraphy for people and charging mm-hmm. for that. Wow. Something yeah. that people always say, you have an amazing handwriting. Yeah. So yeah. start with what you're good at. And, and, and so, or just start a cleaning business, right? <laughs> because because, because do,
0: you, do you have to, and, and this is something that, um, you know, there's there's always a debate about. Um, you know, they say, do what you love you you never work a day in your life, right? Yeah. And so, um, I mean, I don't know if you love cleaning, right? Oh, absolutely
2: uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I absolutely do not. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely do not. We said and, be passionate about what that what that brings you. So if we're passionate mm-hmm. about traveling, passionate about family, mm-hmm. yeah. that's what the cleaning business gives allows us. To that's do. what we're passionate about. Yeah. That actually, not necessarily the, the job or income that we're creating from that, but what it allows us to do. That's what we're passionate about. Yeah. And and what, what would you say is the like the time commitment? Like
0: how long do you have to? dedicate like let's say somebody you know takes your course um you know goes through the whole program and now they're ready to you know get their business up and running like what like what's the the time commitment to
1: the average to get it up and running is four to six weeks okay four to six weeks um now we have students that doing it at four weeks some people that take eight weeks you know depending on their availability and how much time they can commit to it and time can look like 10 hours a week Right? 15 hours a week is not like a full 40 hours a week or anything like that. Yeah. To get it up and running from LLC to getting the first client can really take four to six weeks. Wow. And that's only
2: two hours a day. You come yeah. out home, you have five o'clock, five to seven, eight to ten, something like yeah. that. Right. And that's literally what we were doing. We would leave our jobs, mm-hmm. come home, put in two hours of work Monday through Friday, maybe Saturday a little OT. But mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. what we were doing to build this business. It took us four weeks to get it up and running. Yeah. Wow. We started the journey October, and we had our first client Black Friday weekend November.
0: Wow, yeah. wow.
1: Yeah.
2: And then late now, look,
0: from two hours a, <laughs> a day to a seven-figure yeah. business.
1: Yeah, and now we have an operations manager. Okay, based, so, so we don't even...
0: And, and that, that was actually going to be my <laughs> next question about systems, right? Mm-hmm. Because, um, you know, I know for me, as, you know, when I first started out and, you know, to make five figures... Um, you know, just took a good idea. Yeah. Um, then when I, you know, got to becoming a six-figure business, it was all about um, a hustle. I was hustling, hustling like yeah. I was, a hu- like I was hustling. I was yeah. everywhere, you know, running a six-figure business. Uh, but when I crossed over and became a seven-figure entrepreneur, eight-figure entrepreneur, <laughs> um, it was there was two main things. It was teams and systems that got me there. Can y'all talk about that a little bit?
1: The teams part, I think. And I was speaking about this recently when people start businesses, especially in this day and age, they see social media, and they think it's something quick. I don't think anybody teaches you how to run a business. Right. So a lot of times we're in the business and we just want all the profit and we don't want to bring anybody else in They're like that's going to cut into our profit. But like we brought our operations manager in right when we were having our baby uh, this year and the next month we did our highest month ever. Wow. Right. So, yes, yeah, she's taking some profits, but now we're making more money. Right. So, I think that people need to, like, restructure that and know that it's an investment. Like, you don't want to be in the business all the time. You don't start a business to be, like, another 9 to 5. Right. right. You want to be able to have the freedom. You yeah. want to be able to do what you want yep. and check in as needed. Yeah. Um, so, having teams in place, I think it's crucial. And, and you're not going to get everybody in one shot. Yeah. But slowly building that up, I think it's necessary for a business to really run. Like, Jeff Bezos is not... Not delivering packages right, right. Well, okay? that's it exactly yeah, yeah. Elon yeah. Musk is just talking exactly. he's just he's not doing he's not he's <laughs> exactly. tweeting right yeah. so if you think about that at some point they probably were right. nitty gritty in it but then you have to take yourself out of it to actually grow and scale the business
0: right so, I love that and I don't want y'all to miss that right because at the end of the day uh, people are holding on Uh, to the seed, right? They're holding on to it, they're holding on to it instead of spreading it, right, and and planting it. Cause when you plant that seed, that seed will grow and it's actually gonna grow more of its kind, right? So if you're holding on to this money and you're like, I'm gonna save this, I'm gonna save this, or (laughs) I want all the profits myself, you're not gonna be able to grow where you need to grow because when you plant that seed in that employee or that person that's going to, that business partner or whatever, you know, that person, once you plant that seed, if it's the right person though, yeah. right, right mm-hmm. is going to help that tree grow and then now you're going to have more, you know, money that's grow, growing mm-hmm. out of there. So I, so I, I love that because I, I agree. Um, I do think that people um, are afraid, um, to, to grow, to scale because they want, they, they have the, a lack mindset, right. And, you know, in order to live in abundance, you have to have an abundance mindset. Um, so talk about, right. Like the mindset of a seven figure entrepreneur, right. Because I know that again, it, you know, it's a, you become somebody different as well um, in order to to run that operation and make sure it runs. So talk a little bit
2: about the mindset of a seven-figure entrepreneur. Yeah, it changed the game for us. Our our mindset changed completely because when we were trying to get to that six-figure mark, like you said, it was us doing everything. And it took us to be removed from the business to get to that seven-figure mark. But in order to get there, we had to be around the right people. It was just us. Like it's fantastic being yeah. around your wife. Like we're family. We're, we're doing it. We better it. say that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're killing it.
1: It's okay. But Thanks. it took
2: <laughs> us. It took us getting getting coaches. That yeah. was important. Yeah. It took us getting into a community of like-minded people who are already at that seven-figure mark. They're like, yo, you're doing too much. Like you need to be able to see people who are doing different things that you could change your mindset so that could grow. So I think that was the two biggest changes for us: getting around the right community and getting coaching in different areas that we were lacking. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and I love that because I e- even as you know y'all watching here um, if y'all hearing and y'all, y'all seeing like look they you know they, they got the blueprint they gonna teach us how to you know create a, a you know a cleaning business watch how to figure it out yourself right, mm-hmm, right. like why not you know, pay in order to get the information, and 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 that's the, the the biggest cheat code I've learned as well. Yeah. Uh. You know, I'm I'm a part of a lot of masterminds. Mm-hmm. I paid a lot of money for. It. Um. But at the end of the day, um, all of these were investments. Like I've like I've probably tenfolded. You know my you know my investment in these masterminds for for that exact reason of just being in the you know right space right being around other people, especially when. Um, you get to a level, and I I would love to get your thoughts about this. You get to a level, and because of where you come from, you almost become like the top of the bottom, if you will, right? No disrespect to anybody who's from the projects or who live in a low-income environment, but you get to a level where... Um, people are proud of you. Like, oh, my God. Like, I remember, you know, I, I started my career as a banker. I was 19 years old. Um, and I remember, I didn't leave the projects until I was 24. So you got to think, you know, for like five years, I'm walking through the projects. <laughs> like, the kid that got kicked yep. out of school, got in trouble a lot, was fighting and all that stuff. Now, all of a sudden, they see Ash in a suit. Mm-hmm. And they like, oh, you know, that's crazy. So, so now, I, I went from being, like, the the guy that was most likely to... Get locked up or do something stupid to now everybody, you know, the old ladies are like, smiling down. Miss <laughs> Jenkins is like, hey, baby, you know what I'm saying? And you get to a point where you start to love that. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, like you love being the top, you know, like people looking up to you, people proud of you. Um, but then you realize that, man, in order for me to grow, I gotta get uncomfortable. I gotta be around, um, you know, other people who could stretch me where. What I'm actually doing isn't enough, isn't right? Enough? Talk yeah. talk
2: a little bit about that.
1: Yeah. Well, you just said that. I thought about what they call college, college boy. When I first went to college, <laughs> oh, used to, to call college. me. I used to come
2: back every summer something they call
1: me college boy. <laughs> but just
2: just kind of being around different individuals. Like we had a local Dal- uh, cleaning business call me. He's he's an He's run his business for 15 years, cleaning business. He doesn't do anything in his business. He has employees. He does it differently. But he was literally just calling my phone the other day, just asking for advice on something. And I'm like, I need to be asking you for advice. I want to get into your office. I want to sit down and talk to you about this stuff. So that was a major change for us. And I agree with you. When you become the the top of the the food chain, I guess, you start to fill yourself too much. You start to fill yourself and you start to not even think about other things that you could do. I'm calling him back like, yo, I want to become an eight-figure entrepreneur in a cleaning business space, which is totally different from where we are today. So that's huge for us. And
1: then some of what you say, I find to be a bit of the opposite only because like you said, you were still in that environment. So for us, when we started our cleaning business and entrepreneurship, we had moved to Dallas by then, right? So we got Mm -hmm. married May 2016, moved to Dallas June 2016, started entrepreneurship in 2016.
0: You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have when you arrive. That's why you need Viator book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.
1: 17. Um, and so what we find and we discuss sometimes is, not that we don't hear it enough from friends, but it doesn't feel like you're at the top all the time because I don't necessarily want to share exactly because they're not entrepreneurs. Right. Like it. most of the yeah. friends are not entrepreneurs, right? So like parents and everybody are like, oh my God, you guys are doing great things. Once we explain what we're doing, because you know your parents don't know what's right. happening right. at yeah. first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like, wait, what, what are you doing? Yeah. Um, at first. So that has been something that we kind of go back and forth with like it's not that you don't feel the love from your friends but it's just different because they just may not understand it exactly or just not in that same place yeah so i don't find that we feel like we're two at the top because a lot of the times we're trying to get into bigger bigger circles a yeah, lot because yeah. like we want to be around people that we can share this thing and it feels normal or feels mm-hmm. like that's too small you need to think bigger mm-hmm. so and i and i like that
0: and i and and i think that that's you know something that people should keep in mind right like uh you know i remember uh you know td jake says you know don't don't share your big dreams with a small mind right 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 um, and then what happens is when when you're in the environment and you're you, know, you you know, you're you're thinking at a different level, and you're trying to share that with mm-hmm. you know with that level. Um, they could potentially, um, you know, be deterrents, if you will. Yeah, Like yeah. if you're in the environment where you you don't even put yourself in the environment where mm-hmm. you're the top, right? Like you right. put yourself in environments where you're like, you know, you know, connecting with people who uh, who who already probably done what you've done yeah, already. Yeah. So yeah. now it's it's constantly like pushing you up, pushing you up. Mm-hmm. Um, so I love that, and and like the. You know, the the, the ability to, to, you know, to, to, to have mentorship and to, you know, to build. And so talk about that dynamic of, um, you know, being a husband and wife, building a family business, um, working together. Like, how, how is that dynamic? How do you make it work?
1: Uh, make it work, baby. Really <laughs> We're both outgoing, outspoken too. Um, but I think we we f- focus on like our both for our weaknesses and strengths, and so we know that that helps us. Like I said, I'm a mental health therapist, so a lot of the customer service side of it, then I would handle because he would get like just you know crazy. frustrated. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <He> would, <laughs> you, you know, you people, are right. people are crazy. People. I mean, this business has taught me people are crazy. Yeah, yeah. Um. So he'd be like, just get it over with, and I'm more of like grooming them and talking them mm-hmm. through it. Um. And he was in IT before he left, so he will handle the, the tech side of things. And uh, we're very big on, like, we have family meetings, so so we can check in and check the temperature with each other as well. Like, are we spending too much time in the business? Times when, like I said, if if, if something's on his mind, he's going to hit the ground running. So I have to be like, okay, we're, we're not talking about business right now. That's not happening. Yeah. You know, we're, we're doing something else. We're going out, and I'm not talking about it in the Uber ride either. Don't tell me <laughs> nothing about it. So I think setting the boundaries, knowing our weakness and strengths, um, is a big thing and we communicate a lot even outside of the business you know just in a relationship we communicate a lot so that has been helpful for yeah, us yeah and that
2: debt free journey we, ha- we were having monthly meetings about money we were having weekly meetings about money mm-hmm. all that did was translate over to entrepreneurship the same meetings we were having then about money and finances and mm-hmm. business and, and, and our marriage same meetings we're having now so that was that's huge for us and that's what we keep continue to do yeah, yeah. and I love it and, and, and speaking of that
0: journey teach us right like how do you Pay off six figures worth of debt. Like, like how
1: does how does that happen? You got A lot of conversations. To. You gotta want to. Knowing your why, a lot of conversations, um, knowing how much you owe, right? Because a lot of people know, like, okay, I got 20 on my car, I got 50 on this, but nobody knows the full amount. Because they don't wanna know the don't full amount. Yeah, fun. they don't wanna know the <laughs> full amount. I get it. So like knowing that number, once we knew that number, a big game changer for us was budgeting. Really, um, we were paying our bills and everything on time. Everything was fine. But once we started to budget, we started to see like, all right, we have this amount of money left over after we, you know, budget everything for our bills, budget it for our brunches, budgeted for everything. We still have this amount of money left over. So what can we do with it? it towards debt, right? And then with us getting other jobs and raising our income, all of that would just go towards debt. So we have our nine to fives, right? Think about that. And we're high income earners. And we have these side hustles and everything. So there are months we're throwing 3000 $5,000 towards debt. Well, I average, it was about $5,000 so, a month
2: that we were throwing towards debt. Wow. Yeah. We wow. both picked up extra jobs at um, Equinox, which is a gym. Yeah, we was mm-hmm. making like $9 an hour yeah. on top of our... We were, I was making six figures at my job and she was making close to it. Mm-hmm. We picked up a job paying $9 an hour just to get some extra money in wow. there. Wow. Yeah, yeah. That's like next level Yeah, we, we think about
1: that now. we like, we're going to do that now. Yeah, I like, yeah. that, yeah. that was bad. Yeah. But it's what we did. It's yeah. what we did. Yeah, we did that. Um, and we were watching dogs and we had both of our cars on Turo. So we all were right. doing all the things to make sure that we paid off this debt and pay it off within 23 months. Didn't wow. so have
2: enough money just in case Beyonce went on tour. Well she did, <laughs> but we <it> was like, <laughs> but yeah, we had that. No, weekend. I love it. I love it.
0: <laughs> and so how, how has um, you know becoming a you know a parent affected
2: entrepreneurship? just changed the game because yeah. I was so regimented with a schedule. Oh, I yeah. wake up at 6, I go to the gym, I come back, shower. Now I wake up when Alani
1: wakes up and that, yeah. and now I'm kind of, I be telling him, I'm like, listen, you go ahead with your gym because that ain't happening right <laughs> now.
2: <laughs> but I think it made me more hungry. Yeah. Obviously, having a daughter, it made me more hungry and we realized that Before, it was really for us. Yeah. Yeah. Now, everything is for her. It's like, you know, God forbid, worst case scenario, if we ever, you know, divorce or anything like that, she could go continue her life, you know, do her own thing. But Alani will always need her parents. Yeah. She will Mm -hmm. always need money. She will always need finances. And so, that's Mm -hmm. something that changed the game for me.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I think the freedom and the time has become more important, right? Because like he said, he's very structured. So when he left his nine to five in December, there's times he was still in the office till five. And I'm like, in our house, in our house <laughs> office mind you. And I'm like, what are you still, why are you still there? If I, I wasn't I'm at my nine to five? Yeah, right. You know, I would be two hours if that in there and then deuces. Um, so then I just have to remind him like, you left to not do that, to not right. spend so much time the Yeah, there's gonna be some seasons that you gotta be in there longer. Um, but you left to not be in there all the time. So we have this flexibility to now be with our daughter and spend the time with her. Yeah. So I think time is just so much more important now. Bro,
2: we went to story time at the library, which I didn't know was a thing during yeah. the day <laughs> with the other families and the nannies and stuff. Yeah. And that was the first time she crawled. Yeah, during, uh, we literally sit and watch her crawl at 12 o'clock in the afternoon yeah. during story time. And I'm oh, like, if, if we were both at work, we would have missed that. Right. Yeah. So yeah. that's changing game for us. Yeah.
0: Right? yeah, and I love that because I think, I think for me, that's the... Um, the best piece that I love about entrepreneurship is, you know, being able to make money, you know, with my family. So, my mm-hmm. you know, my wife is the, the head of operations for our companies. And so she, I'm the pretty face, and she just, <laughs> you know, runs everything. And, you know, we're, we're able to um, go on vacation. And when we go on business trips, we take the kids with us. So, mm-hmm. I you know, I have a 14-year-old daughter and a 7-year-old son. Um, and so we're we're able to travel as a family and have that you know that level of freedom um, and just kind of like painting that picture of uh, you know having it all right because again like I I, I believe abundance is our birthright and a lot of times people have to choose between like should I do this or do this but I'm saying and both right which is why I love your story because you know some people do I have to do I keep a 9 to 5 or do I you know do I have an you know start as an entrepreneur and you guys are like both. do yeah, both, both. Right. Yeah. Um, which is why, you know, you know, I love, uh, you know, the, the cleaning business university where you guys are literally giving the blueprint, like telling people how they can have that freedom. Right. Like how they could, you know, especially, if, you know, if you if you have a family, like even if you don't have a family, but having that freedom to do, you know, what you want, when you want to do it. Um what will people learn inside of, of Cleaning Business University?
2: Yeah, we give you the full curriculum on how to start your business. So we're telling you how to find your contractors. We're telling you where to post your job as. We realized that as we went through this process, people didn't even know how to interview people. So we said, all right, here's the questions that you ask in an interview. We're writing them down. we are give you test interviews as well. Um, how to find your first contractor, how to get the first jobs. Jobs will come easy. People are like, how would I find clients? We tell you how to put your so put your business out there to be at the top of Google so that people type in, let's say Dallas cleaning services, you'll pop up at the top of Google. Clients will find you. And then what happens when you get that client? How do you keep them on the schedule? How do you make make sure they're reoccurring? How do you make sure they're happy? Those are the things that we're giving out all in the curriculum as well. How to hire virtual assistants because we had to go through this. We had to figure this stuff out. I Was like, well, we want a virtual assistant. We didn't
1: know what that was when we first started. And how to fire, hire a virtual assistant. Also, getting your website up and running because we run a online so you need to have a website right so we we team with someone that gets the website up and running for them and things like that because i know a lot of people like i don't know any tech i don't know this i don't know that so we've answered all that questions like the llc the bank account what's your yearly um you know, expenses look like? What your monthly expenses should look like? All of that we've included throughout this course, literally from LLC to getting the first client and keeping the clients as he stated. We
2: put our biggest so, mistakes in there, our biggest losses so that you don't... We didn't know that you had to charge sales tax in Dallas for a, a service, which may sound simple, but we didn't know that when we first started this was our first,
1: first business. Right, right, So right. we were we going a, through We got emotions. a bill from the
2: IRS like you owe 15000 and we was like, what? Who owes what? <laughs> and this was on a
1: Friday. <laughs> right. I'm like, you better get on
2: it. <laughs> I called them. It wasn't fifteen thousand, but we realized yeah. that you got to charge sales tax. Yeah, and how to, we put that in the course as well. So yeah. those are like the, everything that we put in there. Yeah, yeah. No, I love that. And 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 again, you know,
0: I think that there's there's something to. Um, being the middle person, right? Like, using a strength-based approach, right? Being able to uh, use the structure that you guys have built, allow others to use that structure to not only create financial freedom for themselves, but then also, um, you know, create financial freedom for the the, the the people who are already doing the work, right? Yeah,
1: yeah. Um, we, some of our contractors, they're paying for their 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 children to go to dentist school. Wow. To medical school. Wow. And so different vacations, things, vacations they send us that pictures. they send us pictures. So it has allowed, and when we started, we didn't even think about that impact, right? Right. Wow. Um, and so it really has allowed, like you said, for them to have their own ecosystem and for their family to continue to grow as well. Cause they get paid really well.
0: Wow. They get paid wow. really well. Yeah, no, I love that because I that, you know almost like um 800 uh, flowers. Like mm-hmm. I re- I remember that's when I first knew about like this bottle, this Airbnb Uber model, uh, because we had a, um, in Harlem, we had a, a, a florist um, that was damn near about to go out of business to be honest with you, because nobody, you know, the only time you know, they would be booked. Unfortunately, it was for funerals, yeah. you know? Um, and so when 1-800-Flowers came about, like it literally saved their business because now people are buying flowers for special occasions, right? The, the marketing push that 1-800-Flowers did around flowers it like revived the whole flower exactly. business. Now, <laughs> you, know, you know- Anything. Right, anything you can get flowers. Um, and so now you start seeing you know, and, and and I think I, I one day I ordered one eight hundred flowers, and then I'm like, ah, this is from thirty fifth Street. And that's how I to you. I'm, I'm, I'm not like, hold hey, oh on. right? <laughs> and so that's how um, you know, you know, you realize that the, this model is not only uh, helping; it's helping businesses as well. Mm. So that's why I love it. Um, so definitely, if you're watching, um, you know, check you know check out their cleaning business universities. Uh, we got a special offer. Go to Insider. Cleaning.com, uh, where you could just tap in and take advantage of, of, of you know, what they offering. Um, learn how to get the freedom, like that freedom of whether you have a nine to five, even if you're an entrepreneur, like would you suggest uh, someone who already is an entrepreneur, would you should suggest
2: them to, you know, start a cleaning business as well? I think it's easier for them because they understand business, they understand structure and they yeah. know They already have the end goal in mind. It's like, I don't want to be a cleaning business owner. I'm going to outsource. We had somebody who actually was an entrepreneur, and he hired a VA Mm -hmm. to start his business from scratch from our course. Wow. And I was like, I didn't even think about that. So, yes, it's
0: definitely... And then what's what's the investment, right? So, like, Mm -hmm. I I, I get your program, um, and I'm like, all right, I'm going to start a cleaning business. How much am I investing
1: in to start my cleaning yeah. business so to start we say 1500 okay and 100. 1500 cleaning business to start your cleaning business that can it's make a seven low, figures yeah exactly it's a, it's, it's, so crazy. it's a low startup it's a low startup um business yeah and um that's not in one shot either yeah that's yeah. like okay i got the llc now i got to market now i gotta get my website up that's like maybe two three weeks or a month apart it's not all in one shot that you Laying out fifteen hundred. I know fifteen hundred for you. You're probably like, what? No, I'm <laughs> but for uh, some people. I want to look this way, but I'm like,
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> somebody
1: need to get on that. Uh, for some people, you know. So yeah, fifteen hundred is what we say, and we have students that like when we say that in like YouTube and so they're like, well, I started with less. I'm like, yeah, but we're just saying fifteen hundred for wow. those, so they have some cushion and things like that. Yeah, one
2: of our top yeah. students, like you said, the entrepreneur thing. He had real estate. He had trucking. He had Uber. He had uh, not Uber. He had uh, Turo's. He was like, I'm done with all of that. He, wow. went, he already Go had that in. mindset. He's like, I understand this business. I went all in, and he, like she said, he did four hundred thousand on year two. Wow. Year two, we did hundred and forty <laughs> something like that. Wow. Year two, he did four hundred thousand. He's yep. like, I'm going all in. He's like, I got it. I'm done. I'm going all in. Wow. I was like, Trucking, real estate, like, the cash flow that I'm making every single month from this trumps all of that stuff. Wow.
0: And so, what's the what's the key to being successful with, with the cleaning business, right? Because like can hey, go from a hundred thousand to four hundred thousand, and the, the 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 startup cost is minimal, Very right? Like like anybody watching this, y'all gonna spend fifteen hundred on whatever, yeah, that, you know, maybe. right? Yeah. And so <laughs> now you could you could invest fifteen hundred, right, and be able to create a business that can make you six figures, even seven mm-hmm. figures. Mm-hmm. Wow.
1: So you said... <laughs> so you, what, what was your question before this? I forgot already. You said I forgot too. Right. <laughs> that's, that's why I didn't restate it. He asked I like, something. I, I don't know know what you ask, ask something. Um, do remember what he said. asked something. You
0: remember what I just
1: asked? Shit, I was like, He asked an investment, but then <laughs> after that, he asked something. I don't remember what it was, though. So. I had to answer, too. Oh, no, no. Oh, okay,
0: um, we'll start it over. You got it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. It was... It was... Um, um, it was um, What's the what's the secret to success? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I, got it. Yeah, okay,
2: yeah. you got an answer? Okay. <laughs> yeah. uh, so the secret to success, I would say, is to keep going. Um, it sounds simple. We were going to quit at month seven, seven. Because we don't, we didn't know business, business. We didn't understand business, and we didn't know during the summer. People are traveling, they're not. They're leaving their homes. Business has cycled. So we didn't know summertime people leaving their homes, business is going to be slower. So he was like, yo, this business is not working. And I was like, yo, just give us one more month, one more month. We went from like, I think we had $5,000 a month. And then I think two months later we had a $10,000 a month. So if you keep going, I would say that's a secret, man. I don't plan on giving this up anytime.
1: Yeah, Yeah, that and the hardest thing of the business is finding good people with anything, as you know. Um, So finding good people. So we always say if you continue with the contractor model and even an employee model, just always hire. Always, always continue to hire. You're going to need it because the way that we operate is the more people we have, the more marketing dollars we put in, the more clients come in. Right, so it's just a kind of, this works together. So always hiring has kept us successful.
0: And are you branding uh, your people? Like, you know, um, is it when you hire, let's say a contractor to mm-hmm. so just mm-hmm. send them out to a residence, are they wearing, Something that has your business name on yeah, it. Yeah, no, market. we're not
1: because they're contractors, so we can't do that. You can't brand and with that them. There's a line between so contractors and yeah. two. so just like how you have Uber drivers that show up in slippers, and you have right. Uber drivers right. that's yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, a yeah. variation. I mean they're not showing up in slippers, but yeah. it's just a variation of that. So we don't we don't have any brand name because that's of that. But if you had employees, you could do that. That's wow. another
2: question. People are like, how
1: do I control the quality?
2: Right. So we have a very, very regimented hiring process. We say out of every hundred people who apply to our job, we only get down to so at least one to two people that we're actually going to hire. So the first 100 people who apply to your job they are not going to be qualified. Our application is very detailed, which you put in the course so that we cut down 50%. Yep. Out of that 50% who actually apply, who make the phone conversation, we have them fill out some more questions. Out of, out of those 50%, we're down to like 25%. Out of that 25 we get maybe 10 people on the phone mm. that we actually interview. And out of 10, 10 people, we probably see two to three people in person they are like, all right, we're going to hire them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we knock all of that out in the very beginning. Wow. And another thing is that our clients control our quality too so after every single cleaning that happens we have our operations manager call the client to make sure they're satisfied we call them at least twice we send a text message that number one the client's satisfied number two if they're not satisfied we're getting them before they leave us a review on any negative Mm, platforms Yeah? yeah so they control our quality and that's how we stay on top of it too yeah got it got
0: it and then is is this like location based meaning like you guys are in dallas Like, could you be in Dallas and still open up a business in New York?
1: Absolutely, because everything (laughs) is on online. Everything is remote, so I'm not walking into nobody's house. Nobody, you know what I mean? Right. Absolutely. Like I said, we have one student that she lives in D.C., so she has a one in the D.C. area, Albany, and Florida. Wow. And then we have somebody that's done San Antonio and Houston. And And so, like, and Austin. So, like, our students are doing better than us, which is what we want. Because, right, when we started, we had nothing. Now you have a blueprint, so it should be no excuse for you, right? Right. Um, But we are only still in Dallas, but you can absolutely open in any place that you would like.
0: So, why wouldn't somebody start with business? Good
1: question. I don't know you guys know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't really have that answer why somebody yeah. wouldn't do. Maybe they think uh, at least when when he first bought the idea I'm like, ah, that don't make any sense whatever yeah. the case may be. But now as a business owner, it would be a no-brainer for me, right? So, and you can do so much with it. Any this model works in any type of service space, right? Like maybe you want to do carpet cleaning, maybe you want to do organizing, maybe you want to oh, do okay. window window washing. Mm-hmm. I don't know, this could work for anything. This could work for nails here, barbershop, wow. right? I can own a bar- Shop and just hire barbers to do it. Right. I, like, I don't got to do the cutting, mm-hmm. right? Or, you know, so it works in so many different areas. So it's funny because when we first started the course, we kind of named it like service-based business course, right? Mm-hmm. But then 97% of our people were just doing the cleaning, so we changed the name to be Clean the Business University. But I don't know why somebody wouldn't do a business that's always going to be needed. No matter what is happening, right. somebody's going to need a house. Or commercial, somebody's right. going to need a building clean. Right. So
2: think about this during so, the pandemic, everything shut down. Yeah. Know it stayed open. Cleaning business, essential workers. We're talking about pandemic, talking about germs. Yeah, skyrocketing. Yeah, our our contractors, their clients were like, no, I don't want you coming to my home. But there were people still looking for cleaning. Yeah, we're online, so they're finding us. So we're still doing our contractors' work. Mm. So that was one of the few industries that actually boomed during the pandemic too.
1: Wow. And it's a it's like a seventy four billion dollar industry. Wow. So.
2: So Bunch of rooms. It's for, a bunch more of room 50, for more people.
0: Yeah. It's a bunch of room no, for more I love people. that. I love that. <laughs> All right, y'all. Insidercleaning.com. Uh, take advantage of their program. And, and and Janoga just told me something that was that, that I didn't realize. <laughs> you could use this on any service business. Any so service. You, it don't even got to be cleaning. You could use it in any service mm. business. So... um Take me back to 18-year-old Janoka, 18-year-old Anthony. Um, (laughs) If you could do with all the information, all the knowledge, everything that you know now, Mm -hmm. if you could do anything different, what are you telling 18-year-old Janoka, 18-year-old Anthony? What advice are you giving
1: her? Uh, I feel like life has been good, so I feel like life has made it like, things have put it been put into place for me to make it where I am today. Yeah. So I don't know if I'll do anything different, but maybe in regards to, like, starting a business owner, um, business sooner yeah. than we did. I was going to say that. That would be would, the only change, maybe. I would still maybe. go to college. I would definitely still go to college. Still go to college. Still <laughs> get my degree. Yeah. yeah? Um, but Same. I think
2: after getting my degree, instead of taking that first job my first job was like $8 an hour with a college degree crazy (laughs) and then when I was making six figures I still went back to a $9 hour job (laughs) it's crazy something happened (laughs) (laughs) I would probably start start, um, entrepreneurship sooner in a more Cause I knew people in college who were entrepreneurs, but I didn't understand it. Mm. Right. But yeah, when you sit back and look back now, you think about like, oh that person I was. Sold, I <laughs> sold candy, I sold Pokemon cards, right. I sold, I sold jerseys from like Canal Street back in right, the day. Right, 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 <laughs> so right. I was an entrepreneur, but I didn't have there, there was no structure for it, there was no right, mindset yeah. for it. Right. So probably getting a more detailed sh- mindset around what that was back then. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. And then what, what would you say um, so far has been the, the biggest mistake
2: that you've made with money?
1: Um, Biggest mistake with money, I think it was that sales tax thing. Anything else you would say? But.
2: I would say not hiring um, help sooner, not hiring oh, an accountant mm. sooner yeah. to know our numbers, because we didn't hire an accountant until two years into our business, mm-hmm. and we were just going, oh, we are making money because the account is the, the business account is growing, right. but we didn't actually know our numbers so until <laughs> she came in, and she's like, you guys are doing pretty good here. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. we,
1: like, we it but right. seeing it so hiring an accountant sooner. Yeah. Because then we wouldn't have had to pay that tax bill. So, yes. <laughs> she, would, she would have told us sooner. She would have told us sooner. So, yeah, yeah I think yeah. that. And, and so,
0: you know, right now, too, there's a lot of, uh, you know, nine-to-fivers, even entrepreneurs mm-hmm. um, who are watching the news. They're seeing interest rates are increasing. Inflation mm-hmm. is up. Um, you know, recession and all this, you know, bad economic times. You know, as 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 successful entrepreneurs,
2: um, what advice would you give to them? My advice would be right now. I'm always. I'm very. We're very cash heavy. Um, yeah. Number one, because she's just more risk adverse, but we're very <laughs> cash heavy. So, like when the pandemic happened, when things first did slow down for our business, I was like, well, we got the cash reserves. We're gonna just start marketing more. People are still looking. We just gotta find them. So, I would probably be a little bit heavier in cash right now. Um, but then I'm always looking for assets to buy. Uh, we have a few real estate um, investments. So just focus on cash and buying more assets. And keeping your jobs if you can. Keep yeah. your jobs. You. you don't got to quit your job. Yeah, yeah. You Now's not, not the time. This is not the time to quit your job. Yeah. Please do not. Unless, unless, you,
1: unless, have you, unless <laughs> you have it. Unless you have it. My um, options are important. Yeah, I'm big. I'm not really a risk taker. So I'm big with having money saved up. I mean, at one point, it was like a six-month emergency and then the pandemic happened. I'm like, let's get a year emergency <laughs> because I don't know what this is. <laughs> yeah. um, so I think just like, yeah, stay, staying at your nine-to-five is that's the case and taking educated... If you're going to do something, make sure that it's educated, not just putting all your money into it. Because we have people that come to us and like, all right, I'm saving up my last $50 to buy your course. And I'm like, no, ma'am, don't do that. Right, right, right. Don't do that. And they're like, oh, I have all this that we're like, Focus on one thing at a time, right? Because usually people can't do both, right? Maybe you're an entrepreneur and you can do that, but most of the people that are coming can't do both. So I'm like, you need money for a business. You need money for these things. So make sure you have that before you jump into something. I think that's another thing. People just see social media and stuff like, all right, I'm going to do that. But you need to have reserves because things are going to go bad. Things aren't always going to be good, right? So that would be something that I would suggest for people.
0: Yeah, no, I love it, love it, love it. Last but not least, what is next for the Hardzox?
1: What is next? It's such a loaded question, and we have no idea. <laughs> uh, continue to raise Alani, our daughter. Yeah, yeah. I mean that. We're. Yeah, we have our business, and then we have the course. We also have virtual assistant business, So we have so many things happening. And then, especially with me still at my nine to five, so and next thing would be her leaving her nine to five. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. that's probably yeah. the next biggest thing that yeah. we that we focus on and figure out how we're going to do that. Yeah, yeah.
0: What 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 has been the, uh, the 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 biggest purchase you guys made
1: as millionaires so far? I guess our house. Uh, yeah, right. a house and uh, we just bought it in December. <laughs> it's crazy. It? We were buying the house in December while he was quitting his job.
2: And <laughs> having a baby. And when I told, baby. When I, told wow. so, when I told my job, <laughs> they were like, all right, you're leaving. I was like, yeah, I'm also having a kid. They like, said, you're leaving, you're having a kid. I was like, Yeah, I just yeah. bought a house like across the street from where we live Not where, too far. where we work at. Yeah. It's like you're leaving, you're having a kid, and you bought a house. <laughs> that doesn't make sense. I'm like, it doesn't have to make sense right now. Right, yeah. Right, right. It doesn't make sense. But right. it
1: will. But yeah, buying our house has been our big, biggest purchase. Yeah, I love it. I love it. Mama car too. That was, that was a big purchase. Nice, too. nice, mm-hmm. nice. From the cleaning business. <laughs>
0: Look. Alright y'all, stop playing around. Insidercleaning.com. Make sure y'all tap in with the heart zogs. Any uh,
1: last words for our insiders? Um, just where they can find us. Cool. So, we have a podcast as well, Heartzog Hustle Podcast. You also can find us at The Heartrimony um, on all platforms TikTok, YouTube, Instagram. And that's The H A R T R I M O N Y. It's a play on matrimony and Heartzog. It was our wedding hashtag, mm-hmm. and it became our brand, The Heartrimony, in the business. Um, so, that's how you can find us. Appreciate it. I'm happy to be here, man
2: Hi, you yeah. All right, y'all. Janoka yeah. and so Anthony Heartzog multi-millionaire
0: middle people who are killing it in the cleaning business listen if you want freedom if you want to make sure that you can spend time with your family that you could go on vacation when you want to you could still have your nine-to-five but only be there because you want to be there then tap in insidercleaning.com learn how they did it they paid over six figures in debt and created a seven-figure business all while being a middle person and never having to pick up a broom or a mop. Never, ever, ever. So make sure y'all tap in. This is another awesome episode of Inside The Vault. We are closing out The Vault. Make sure that you tap in with us on all social media platforms. Follow us at Inside The Vault. Me, I am Ash Cash. Make sure you visit me, imashcash.com. Follow me on all social media platforms at IMASCash. I'll see you next time for another powerful episode of Inside the Vault in God's will. All right, y'all. Peace!
2: Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app.